You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. Hello, 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 hello. It is Thursday, January 26, 2023. I'm in the live stream with After the Break. Hi, this is John French. This is Mizum. Joe from Atlanta. Joe Mama. Gaia. I'm Buck Chair. It's me. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Then we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're joined by Moss Bug thirteen thirty seven. Could you just remind me where you're from? Uh, I'm originally from Afghanistan, if you remember. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The young guy. Yeah. Now yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how yeah. are you? How is How is Sweden? Thank you very much. It's uh, it's it's good. It's good. A bit cold now. Uh, no no snow, but you know uh, a lot of ice. Yeah. So that's how we What's do What's the temperature now? Uh, let me see here. I think it's minus seven, maybe. Uh, so it's oh, decent. because it's the middle of the night. Right. That's right. Okay. I can see the moon and stars very clearly. And it's beautiful, actually. All right. It's min- minus one here. You know, my goal is one of the guys I listen to every day. And by the way, a little teaser. If you guys are listening live now, Benoit is... It has returned to the fakeologist. So Benoit will be here right after he gets out of the shower, he said. So everyone get ready for Benoit. He's from Switzerland. And um, I got about an hour. Um, Mossberg, when you get a chat, every day I listen to Sanity for Sweden, who is a Swedish, Swedish guy. Yeah. And he's not a fakeologist. And I have interviewed him before. And I have uh, cautioned him to become a fakeologist because he's falling for the Muslims are causing all the trouble and crime in oh. Sweden. Oh. And, uh, you know, I I don't know if any of it's true because I don't get these stories because I'm not there. But what do you can do as a Muslim? Can you speak to Sanity for Sweden, even though he's probably not listening? Yeah, well, I mean. You both has right and and wrong. Uh, I think the system is, you know, uh, at its at its core, very badly st- structured. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. it allows. How people, so? Well, you know, you you can commit a crime and then basically, yeah, uh, be out of jail or whatever in, in like one month or two months. You know, I have friends that have gone in and now they're out after a couple couple of days. You know, after committing. In my opinion, pretty serious crimes, you know. 
So, like so, what? Well, let me see here. Uh, let's say robbery. Let's say uh, selling, you know, uh, pretty heavy drugs uh, and such. What about the violent crime, crimes like rape? Do you believe that they're happening at a rate where um, the Muslims are targeting Swedish women? Because that oh. that's, I think, the ultimate thing that really is getting oh. yeah. Swedish natives upset. No, rape is 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 not the not the problem here uh, because there isn't a lot of rape because the the Muslims and the Swedish women don't don't even get close to each other. You know, the Swedish women are at a separate place uh, than than the Muslims or or any right. uh, yeah outsider. So you're saying there's no real opportunity, there's no real mixing. So oh. it would take uh, it would take a great leap for. Um, Yes, and I'm, I'm guessing that most of the recent um, migrants or whatever the UN is calling them are Muslim Africans. I'm ge- I'm guessing. Muslim? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, you mean like that? Well, they have been here quite a while now, uh, and some of them have integrated very good. You know, uh, I uh, I respect the the work they do to you know try to become as Swedish as possible, even though it's not that yeah. easy. Swedish people are very right. cold. They're not so welcoming. Uh, but really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We, we're as cold as the weather, you know. Okay. That's interesting. I've never been to Sweden. Because I, I feel bad for uh, Sanity for Sweden because he has a huge following. But he definitely is falling for the the Muslims are the bad guys. Oh, no. And um, it really works him up. And um, I think he was even threatened on Bitchu comments by someone who doesn't like his his anti-Muslim stance, which he never mentions it by name, but he just implies it. Because I think that is definitely a divide and conquer that the elites in Sweden are using to stir up the natives. Is that true? Yes, I'd say for sure. And I'd say this as well. You know, being a Muslim, it's it's pretty hard nowadays, okay? Because so many people or, or so-called Muslims are destroying their reputation. I mean, if you see Muslims... I swear to God, they, they don't even, first of all, even touch women, okay? Uh, they barely speak to them, alright? Well, now we're talking the, the true Muslims, alright? And, and out of respect, right. okay? Out of respect for their own wives and others, other people's wives, right? Uh, so no, yeah. uh, the reputation has been destroyed by, uh, let's say, misguided Muslims or, or ignorant Muslims. So yeah. no. I what about the recent immigrants? Cause I'm, I'm good friends with, um, a Punjabi guy who's been in Canada for 30 years, and they the, the the Punjabis that have been here for 30 years, they they don't like the young Punjabis that are coming to Canada now. They actually are angry at them. They think they're causing all the trouble. So the recent Punjabis, which are young, mainly young young people, boys and girls, you know, they're they're a different generation, so they have different attitudes and. They're not the same as their older Punjabis, so they resent the new Punjabis for giving them a bad name. This is this is very accurate. Uh, I'd say even even young Swedish uh, people, you know, even they are not uh, properly uh, respected by the elders, you know. So I think this is a generation thing as well. Yeah, I think yeah. So so all the youngsters nowadays have gone not astray, but uh, they need to be guided uh, on a straighter path because, as it seems, you know, <laughs> TikTok and and uh, whatever is Snapchat or or the media. They, well, 
and I also say that a lot of youngsters are very uh, have seen through the lies now. Uh, they have started to see that the media lies. Like look at Andrew Tate, how many people he he have changed, you know. So, so I, yeah. I think it's good and bad. I think it's good and bad. Yeah. But it's not only Muslims, for sure. Not. Yeah. For sure not. Yeah. It's very it's very complicated. I mean, you know, this social disorder is very complicated. Now, I want to say hi to um, two people that just joined us because I want to try and give equal time. We have Silvertard who joined us first. He's muted. If he wants to say hi, he can. I think he's in, uh, I think Silvertard's in Sweden. Am I right? Norway, I think uh, he, he's. Oh, he's in Norway. Yeah, but he is from Sweden, you know, so. Oh, you do, do you know him? Well, we speak basically every day. Uh, we speak about different. Oh, topics. yeah. Me and him have a lot of things in common. I, I'd say up, up about ninety-eight percent stuff in common. You know, uh, I try to convert him to to Islam, but uh, and I, <laughs> I think he's uh, you know on the edge there. But uh, I have a lot of respect for him, and uh, I, I think he's no religion, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's zero religion. Okay, I think he has. The, I think he has the young wife that tells him he can't go on to Discord. I think so. I think that's him, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. The younger wife, younger than him. He told the story. Yeah, that's that's pretty common. Ed, yeah, well, it's a strange one actually. A uh, young wife telling you what to do, uh, but that's okay. Uh, it's a new world. We have Benoit. Benoit is back to the Fakeologist server, so let's welcome Benoit back. And yeah, Benoit, you can say hi to him. Yeah, let's you just, can say just, hi just give me a, just give me the floor for one second. I'm going to try something with the bot if I can. Okay. So, sounds the, French. The bot. <laughs> yeah, Fred bot. Yes, he, Fred bot does not work like it used to. I can't even get it to no. play FakeOTube videos, so um, it doesn't play YouTube anymore. Um, Fredbot has been completely neutered, so I don't even see it being very useful. I haven't yeah. been able to play anything with it. Yeah, on the topic of uh, Sweden, it's funny because some uh, some twat decided to burn the, the Koran in Sweden, and uh, in retaliation, some people in Pakistan decided to burn the Swiss flag instead because they were uh, misguided. <laughs> They got the wrong S country in uh, Sorry, Europe. Oh, yeah. That... <laughs> yeah, you know, but these people are agitated to a certain state to do that kind of stupid thing. So even it, it could be a plant, it could be a real person who's been agitated mm -hmm. so they can create more laws. So, I, you know, I feel bad for everyone involved because we know it's all set up on purpose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Benoit, do you want to say hi to uh, Mossberg? He's a young, younger than you, uh, new fakeologist we talked to um, a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I have to say it's also it might be a, a first ever on the audio chat around here. Someone is speaking from jail. I don't think that you ever have that. Oh. Well, I didn't know you could call out from jail. Oh, um, I have my cell phone and everything because I'm only there at night, so. It's pretty well. Relaxed. You must be in a well. You must be in a special jail because in Canadian jails, you get about ten minutes from a really bad phone, and you can only call, obviously, a, a telephone number. Not you definitely don't have your phone in jail in Canada, as far as I know. 
But um, yeah, the good thing uh, is that since I'm only there at night and I go out every morning to work, it's like if I have to do some mischief or anything, I can still do it during the day. So I think that the reasoning is that there is not much point in uh, taking my yeah. phone away only for the time that I'm there because uh, if I were to plot something, I have all the time in the world to do it, do it during daytime. Okay, so let's let's get things. Let's go. Let's do the one thing at a time. How long have you been away from fakeologist? How long? How how long's the gap been? We have so Six much months. to catch up on. I would say around June, probably. June. Wow. And um, did uh, did you suffer from any uh, fakeologist detox? DTs, we call them, where you, where you got the fakeologist out of your system. Did, no. Did you get the shakes? No. No, uh, it, it started too early for me. But I did, I did look at the blog on a regular basis and everything. I did not listen to much audio chats because so some people just don't interest me. But I, I say that uh, I had the aches to come back many, many times over. But uh, oh, that's life. Nice. Yeah, it's just like you're like, yeah, next week I will come back. Next week I will come back. And it's a month and it's two months. It's it's like when you try no. to say to yourself you are going to quit smoking. Well, welcome back. You know, you're always welcome here. You do. You have a lifetime um, pass here. We don't have any hard feelings for whatever happened. And you did a lot of good for the fakeologists. So we're always happy to have anyone back, including yourself. Thank you very much. Man, thank you so much. Thank you for your donation. Here's the guy that's in jail that's donating to fakeologists. It's it just seems so wrong it's that you were donating, but you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna send it back. So thank you so much for your donation to fakeologists. It seems crazy to me, but uh, that's really generous. There is a saying in uh, from the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, as you reminded me the last time, uh, that yes, never, peace be upon him. Exactly. You never lose something by giving. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, and if I consider yeah. the amount of knowledge and the great people I had the occasion to speak with and meet via this medium, I would say that I could give 10 times the amount and it will still, still not be enough anyway. So. Well. It's okay. And you're right, um, Mossberg. Uh, um, Benoit is from the French part of Switzerland. And he has definitely the best French accent we've ever heard on Fakeologist. There's, there's no doubt, yep. no doubt at all. And he speaks, he speaks pretty much perfect English. Yeah. So uh, don't think you can say anything that can slip by him in English. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. So someone had the theory that I was faking the accent back then. But considering oh, wow. the insane amount of audio I have on the site. Like I always said, it will take a very, very good guy to be able to fake an accent for so long. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not worth And what's the point? It wouldn't be worth it. But, yeah, you're, you don't – yeah, that's another ridiculous theory. Of course, you're not faking it. At least I can't tell. <laughs> but do you want to tell the story of what happened? Just tell whatever you want. I haven't said a, a thing about it, so just tell us whatever you want to tell us about where you've been. How you been? Well, and uh, everyone here knows that um, you're part one half of a fakeologist couple. I won't uh, mention that person's name because they're not here at the moment. But you can if you want. Yeah, things got a little complicated in that regard. I mean, we we still speak, but uh, 
it's not what it used to be, to be honest. Right. What What is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's too so anyway, bad. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm currently in, uh, in jail only in night time for uh, for some child support mishap, and also because the yeah. school government has absolutely no sense of humor. Okay. So how long are you in jail? When you're in jail at night, um, yeah. when is the sentence over? How much longer so, you got? Let me let me. Uh, I'm about thirty days or so. Thirty days, okay. And you have to pay. Yeah. To be in jail, 20, which is yeah, around uh, twenty US dollar per day, which doesn't even cover the expense, but uh, of like a hotel. Yeah, exactly. We call we call it the crowbar hotel. Do you get any food for that money? Or you gotta pay extra. Yeah, I would have to pay extra, but the thing is that I'm finishing work too late to have meals, so I'm basically existing on cold sandwich now. Okay. All right, cold sandwich sounds really. And did you get a chance to go to Davos? Davos. How far is Davos from you guys, or where you are? Mm-hmm. You're in Geneva. Uh, well, Switzerland is a is a stamp. It's it's very small, so. I would say around three to now a little bit more, maybe five to six hours of off road probably. But the thing is that it's oh, pointless to go to Davos. It's really pointless. It's, it's Bro, there is nothing so I can do or say. Wow, what a place! Sorry for cutting you off, but I just googled Davos and oh my goodness, what what a beautiful view I see here. Yeah, but it might oh, yeah. be during the during the forum. It might be the worst time to go there. Because right. everything is locked and there is police, military, and guards everywhere. So Davos is a wonderful place, but just don't go there during the forum. Those people are not worth the, the effort to go there, really. Right. And and if I were to to want to bother those people, I mean the the, the forum as an uh, not an office, it as a mansion near Geneva. So anyway, those people are closer to me each and every day that I don't need to go to Davos, really. Yeah. Okay, so in 30 days you'll be out of jail or out of nighttime jail, which is good. Yes. Okay. That's good. But how do you know it's jail? Because you got your phone. Um, is it really? Is it uncomfortable or is it? Is well, the bed, I will tell you. So sometimes I forget that in jail, and then uh, my j- my uh, cellmate farts, and I remember where I am. All right. So it's like <laughs> so having a bad, simply. like yeah. having a bad roommate, right? No, no, he's a nice guy. Cannot complain. And I'm probably farting as twice as much, so whatever. Right. Well, do they serve a lot of legumes or beans in prison? Is that the problem? <laughs> Um, it's, it's funny that you say that the food comes from the hospital. It's the same food. It's uh, because I have to yeah. stay in jail during the weekend, obviously, when I'm not working. And the food is pretty bland. And uh, Frank will be yeah. will be sad because there is absolutely no salt in it. Also. Oh yeah, that's that, that's that's gonna weaken you. You better get your salt. You better get your salt outside. But but I'm yeah. out every day, so it, it's not that hard. It's, could you get a job on the weekend to stay out of jail on the weekend? Could you get some weekend work? The thing is that I'm working uh, one Saturday, uh, uh, two Saturday a month. So 
And I have some uh, some time that I can go out also more than work if I want to. But uh, there is a certain amount of hours that I'm allowed to go out for work. So it's basically five days a week. Jail in Switzerland sounds like a vacation for some uh, for some, <laughs> some people. I wish that Andrew Tate had the same opportunities as you had, bro. I wish you could speak. I don't out. think, to, to be honest, I don't think that Andrew Tate has ever seen the inside of a jail cell. That's my no, opinion. I agree. I agree. And yeah, but, uh, we, t- Andrew Tate came on the scene after you left Fakeologist. We haven't really talked about him, but I think he's into some MMA, and I know Benoit, you follow that, don't you? Well, he's, he was a kickboxer, but if we look closely at, uh, not not to to uh, to throw the stone at the guy, because everybody that goes into the cage of the ring to fight is a madman, in my opinion. But uh, yeah. it's not like the guy has fought at the highest level ever. But he's he's a great guy, and he says all the right things. That's why I'm very very cautious of him, because yeah. somebody that says all the right things, it's, it's it's not normal. Yeah, I agree. I don't. After the break, Benoit and Moon. Sorry. Hi, I'm Baby. Something tried. This is Lost Fighter Fallis. I'm Nightly News. Brad Malice. Adam Miller. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. And we're back. This is the afternoon commute, Thursday, January 26, 2023. I'll be on maybe later tonight to do a Fakeologist show. Because I'm uh, a little earlier today than I was last night. Uncle V, we couldn't do a show yesterday because we got hit by a snowy ice storm in Toronto. And uh, my commute time triples. So I just drove home right to bed because I was out of gas. Getting stuck on the ice for hours and it's not fun. But today I'm ahead of schedule. So we will do a show maybe just by myself. Uh, I don't know if Uncle V is coming by to talk Epic Cash. But I know lots of people... Um, well, Uncle V has his own Epic Cash schedule, so he's probably talking about it on his own channel. But we're back. The live stream is kicking again. It comes and it goes, and Benoit's back. And he's now a moderator at the Fakeologist 8. I think this is our 8th Discord. And Benoit, don't forget to go to our Gilded backup channel, which is fake11.com forward slash Gilded. So you can go there as well and sign up if you're not already there. And same with you, Moss Bug, if you're not already there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, so we were on about, what a- uh, about yeah. And, uh, yeah, I would say this guy is saying all the right thing. And in that regard, I appreciate because at least it's a positive message. But uh, But the thing is that this guy is just basically a bourgeois. The only thing he has to offer is that you have to make wealth to be happy. And I mean, yeah, you might be happy if you make a lot of money and have access to all the good things in life. But uh, it's it's like a very empty philosophy, in my opinion. It's like yeah. a hedonistic and uh, yeah, he's, he's basically it's a bourgeois. All, and he's telling us it's that also, it's also not that money. easy. No, it's easy. It's not to that easy to, to make money. No, it's easy. People are so dumb. If you are really determined, you can probably make a million before you are 30, in my opinion. In wow. this day and age, it's so easy to con people and whatever. If you are not an honest character, so someone that will that will be a con or a, or a crook or whatever, I think this is the best time ever to, to thrive. 
if I may uh, come in here a bit, uh, I think uh, Benoit has a point. Uh, Fakeologist, if I may uh, just uh, come here with that. Uh, no, go ahead. This is the audio chat. Just talk. Right. Just don't worry about. Don't right, be. Right. You don't need no pleasantries. Just talk. You got right. something so, to say. So, so Andrew Tate says something very interesting about the thing with money and making. Okay, he says. Listen, don't chase the money, be near the money, all right? So be near the money, he means like be near people who's got money. When you're near people who's got money, opportunities will arise. And when opportunities arises, uh, then you you, you 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 go on that wave. They're there. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So be near the money. Uh, that's uh, and I think today I, I, there's money all around us. Yeah, I agree. I've never been around money, that's why it doesn't find me. But uh yeah, it's well. Success is where opportunity meets preparedness. So, in other words, if you're ready to make money and you're around people with money, the opportunity will show up. But as long as you're ready to accept that opportunity, well, you need both of those things for success. So, if you if you're ready for to make money, but you're never around people that can help you right. with opportunity, then yeah, you won't be successful. Reminds me of what Conor McGregor said. He says exactly what you said. Uh, success is when uh, preparation meets opportunity. Uh, you said that, that kind, That's of, it. kind of different. Yeah. But uh, Conor was right. But uh, eventually success, success got to him. And uh, he became too materialistic, in my opinion. And uh, I will say a... that uh, cocaine got to him. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, that there, there is a lot of possibility to make money and, and you can contact people from everywhere in the world. I mean, back then it was more complicated, but now I can order some, uh, let's say, a basic scheme. I can order some fake tracksuit from whatever uh, football or soccer for a North American friend club I want and sell them at twice the price. And I can reach someone in China that will give me a very good price if I want to. We- and it will only take me... Pff, Less than in, half an hour to get it uh, to get it set up. In in Islam, we have the concept of you know hal- haram money and halal money. You know, it's uh, you want to make your money as as righteous as possible. You know, so because if you make that haram money, it, it will bite you uh, back so, one way or another. I'm not sure in which way, but if you make that halal money, you know, you you, you feel like you're giving your customer what they des- like what they pay for. You know, so you, you don't mm-hmm. want to trick them. Otherwise, you know. Some people may call it karma or whatever. You know, I, I'm not sure about the word yet. Uh, I haven't looked into it so deeply. But yeah, I, I try to rather become a man of value uh, rather than a, a successful man. You know, uh, kind of what Einstein said, I believe, and I truly believe in that. Become a man of mm-hmm. value instead of uh, success. You know, eventually you get to success if you valuable yeah. enough, basically. Yeah. In other yeah, words, don't rip yeah, don't there was a yeah. time. Uh, there was a time in my life where I was selling drugs and yeah. uh, making decent money at that. But that money it just flies right off of your hand, and you what? get nothing from it. It's like it just disappears. The time that you lose making it, and and also that it, it makes your soul dirty. But this money it just goes out of your hand. It just disappears because in the end it doesn't have any real value. That might be the difference that I see between. Um, honest money and uh, not dishonest money. So the dishonest money, it will not stay. It will just disappear. Yeah, I think that's uh, uh, also the reason why uh, Jesus uh, Christ uh, flipped the tables when he went to, uh, uh, I think it was a marketplace or whatever. You know, he was very angry at them because they made uh, yeah. 
Yeah. In front of the temple, if I remember yes, correctly. That, that's correct, yes, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah, the merchant of the temple. Yeah. Are, are you a Christian, if I may ask? Uh, I have been locked up and I have been in the army, so I had the occasion to read the Bible. I also read the Koran in my own uh, time. I don't believe in uh, in any denomination. I just know that there is something, mm-hmm. and that something, so this thing, this power, sometimes try to fuck me over as much as it can. But when when I'm on the right path, I'm always kind of feel that there is an help, wow. if you know what I mean. That there is kind of an invisible hand that is pushing me in the right way. We call that natural inclination uh, that that God basically have given to you. You know. Knowing what's the difference between right and wrong, you know, you, you kind of know it in your heart of heart, you know, in the deep end of your heart, you know that it's wrong to kill somebody or hurt somebody, you know. So we call that natural inclination in Islam. Understood. Yeah, natural law. Yeah, natural law for sure. Yeah, yeah. Most, most people don't need any authority to tell them what's right and wrong. It's just natural. That's right. Yeah, as I see it, it's like there is there are level to morality. It's like the, the the first the base level is that everybody or almost everybody should be up to it. It's like uh, you don't slap your mother, for example. Yeah. That's the base level, yeah. and then you can add some more level and more level and more level. Yeah. And then that's so I see it. But the first one, it's like uh, you don't hurt the people you love, basically. As a, a fakeologist and, and Benoit, I have an interesting question here. I, we, I, I study, um, uh, what you call it? I like so- psychology, right? So we had an interesting uh, discussion today and, and it ended up with the information that some people are born with a, with a penis and a, and a vagina, if I may say so. Is that, have you heard yeah. about that? Like both? Yeah, hermaphrodites. Hermaphrodites, hermaphrodites. yeah. Oh my Yeah, God. I've seen some pictures and maybe a video. Yeah. It's very rare. Very rare naturally, but I think that they do a lot of that uh, unnaturally right now. And I um, I was looking up, if you go to the Fakeologist forums, I did a post under EGI about free martins. Okay. And, and um, a free martin is where twins are being carried, fraternal twins, not identical twins. And they may or may not share a placenta, and the placenta... That has the testosterone that uh, helps develop the male embryo, affects the female embryo, and then the female embryo, if there's too much testosterone, will start to grow male um, right. Right. male okay. organs, but they'll have the they'll have the skeletal structure of a female because it's fundamentally female but the secondary characteristics right. that are developed by the testosterone will will grow and then that will it's it, it happens in nature and the farmer has to know this because he can't breed a female that a female free martin because it's sterile so even wow. though it has all the parts it doesn't, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't ovulate or whatever it doesn't do. So it becomes, um, it, it becomes an unuseful member of the, the herd. And a lot of people think this is happening, uh, unnaturally by the people that do human breeding, because we all know here that it does happen. 
And uh, even one of my favorite singers, Alanis Morissette, who a lot of people think is, she's got, she sounds like a castrato. She has an incredible, powerful, powerful voice. So a lot of people think she is um, an androgyne, but I think she could be a free Martin. And I made a post about that because if you look at her story, she has a twin brother. So that actually helps feed my theory that she could be a free Martin. Right, right. Because she's got an amazing voice. So she may have oh, some male characteristics. Alanis, Alanis Morissette? Right, right. I see, I see her, yeah. My, oh, uh, my, answer to, uh, I, my answer to that is that I don't think that anybody can be born with both at yeah. the same time. It's just that they have some kind... It's like they have both, but it's uh, disfigured. You know what I mean? No, but, it's not like they have it, both. It's like it they, have, uh, they have one though. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in the sense that uh, it's like a vagina, but with a deformity that oh. is a penis or whatever, but it's not the same because none of, none of those of the two organs are functional. So it's basically just a deformity. Right. So the testosterone is the main part in this. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Yes, it doesn't Probably. work the other way. Yeah, yeah oh, it, it doesn't. doesn't work the other way. So I don't think if there's um, estrogen, which is the female hormone right. or one of them, I don't think that influences the male zygote to developing as a female, but I'm not sure. Maybe that that's in nature. It's it's acknowledged in nature. A free Martin is a real thing. It does happen, and it just results in a sterile female cow or whatever animal they're breeding. That's the result. So then, it's only good for beef and not for breeding or milking mm-hmm. because they can't get pregnant. Right. Have you seen these cows that are absolutely muscular? It's, it's, it looks like they're on steroids, right? They have, because uh, they are. Oh, they are. They probably are. Oh, because, I think because, that they're probably are. Because they say that they have breeded like the most perfect uh, muscular cow to the other cow and basically yeah. that's how they got it. I, I, I'm thinking, can humans come that as well? You know what I mean? Because cows yes, definitely. Just, I'm sure. Well, if you, if yeah. you are interested in that subject... I will say you just type on Google Alistair Overeem, the famous oh, kickboxer, yeah, before and after. And this but guy was like, uh, yeah, definitely. Then he's like those calls that you that you mentioned, oh, and he became gosh. like that over time. And he was not like that. He was to to give up a little bit of background. He's a kickboxer, a Dutch kickboxer, oh, yes. that used to be pretty lean. I will say he's around six three, six four. And he was pretty lean in his earlier career, like fighting at 205 pounds or something like that. And then a few years after, he was back at 265 pounds. Huge, huge, very massive. And he claimed that it's because he was using, uh, he was eating rather horse meat. Oh. Oh. But you think it's steroids? Just uh, human growth steroid, I guess? Whatever HGH, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And everything that is working in the end, everything that is help recovery also, it's, it's the same thing because you can work at twice as hard and twice as long. Right, so the guy who knocked him out, Francis Ngannou, do you think he's on steroids as well, Benoit? Yeah, definitely. Then again, look at the older picture of Francis Ngannou when he arrived in France or, the, or uh, if, his back, if his backstory is true. You can find picture of him younger. I would say it's around 2013, 2014, and he's clearly not the guy he is now. So, of course, you can 
enhance your your body by working out, but not to that level. It's impossible. Yeah, but, but, but the kangaroos, have you seen the muscular kangaroos as well? Like this stand yeah. in a pose, uh, interesting pose. Uh, because I'm I'm just thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah. I of course, uh, yeah. Steroids is very popular in uh, almost every sport where they don't look, you know, uh, carefully about who's taking what. And uh, yeah, but oh, I, yeah. I just thought, sure. yeah, I, I I just thought it was like Can- gene. Can- Canada has one of the most famous uh, steroid stories. In 1988, we had a uh, Canadian athlete who was originally from Jamaica and named Ben Johnson. And he was up against an American named Carl Lewis for the 100-meter uh, dash or whatever they call it, which is, I guess, sort of the pinnacle event in the Olympics, at least yeah. for track and field. Yeah, that's right. And um, he won. Ben Johnson won by fractions of a second. And then, of course, the second guy, the American, called foul and said, oh, this guy's on steroids. Wow. So they did a drug test on uh, Ben Johnson, and, of course, he turned up positive. So they took his gold medal away. And then, of course, uh, Carl Lewis, who yeah. clearly also was on steroids, he tested negative. What? So he got the gold medal. Wait. Now, I, I have <laughs> that was a huge, very famous story. Mm-hmm. This guy um, named Victor Conte, he was the head of the Balco laboratories that were uh, giving uh, performance-sensing drugs to many athletes. And he said that the only people that get caught is because they are lazy or not following instructions. But he said that if the athletes were following his instruction or his company instruction, rather, they would have never been caught. And he was speaking about a guy from the Tour de France, and he said the guy got caught because he got lazy. He did go to bed and he did not remove one of the patch that we give him and then he tested positive. Oh. Yes. And also the same considering with our guy. That, but, uh, I'm sorry. Also considering that every sports competition is uh, is rigged and the results are set in advance. Yeah. Okay, that's, yes. that's interesting. That's very no interesting. But but hey, how how do you like? Let's say a Champions League final, right? Uh, Liverpool against Real Madrid. Gareth Bale scores a, an absolute goal that that you you score once in a lifetime. Like, like how 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 is that rigged? I'm thinking, you know. Well, firstly, you could use magnets to oh, steer yes. the ball a little bit, yeah. and and also, it's, yeah, it's, it's just it doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? It's just like you have to shot on target, and maybe one of the shots will go in. But it's just that it's it's said that you are supposed to win because so and so. Like uh, if you take the European Football Championship, for example, yes. one interesting thing is that the the Greece won, Portugal right. won, and those countries were in massive financial trouble just after. Oh, oh. So it's like a sort of a reward for the people. It's like a, a little bit of a okay. moral so, boost. So, so here's the interesting for everything go to hell. Social engineering. Mm-hmm. So this is very interesting because, because uh, let's say I, I play football, right? Okay, I play football. I have played in semi, semi pros. Now recording. Oh. Well, uh, I don't know what's uh, happening. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so so I've I've uh, been paid for playing football and such, and we have had similar, you know, final second goals, and you know, uh, when push comes to shove, you know, s- s- like magic things happened. So when I see like a Champions League final or a World Cup final, I can't, I can't, I, I can't see the fakery in it because there's so much skill involved. There's so much 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so many factors, and, and uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I can't see it. I can't see how people would like actively, like, let's say, rig the game. Uh, the football players. On well, the field. well, yeah, I agree. It doesn't take anything away from the skill level. Right, you can, I don't. When it comes to basketball or football, these are top athletes, but you have to remember they are in sports entertainment, and. Right. I would say that gambling, like I, I played an old 1980s documentary, I put it on FacoTube, where the NFL is so, invest, there's so much gambling with the NFL that um, I, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I have an example of, uh, of something that was rigged in sport, and it's a clear example, and I will say that even people that are not, uh, that don't think like us will agree on that. I think that it was in 1984 or 1985. Anyway, the NBA draft, where they picked the best player from university. There was a, a few teams that were... Uh, everybody knew that Patrick Ewing would be the oh. first pick. It was yeah, clear that right. it was going to be Patrick Ewing. Yeah. And the, the team that had the less chance to win the draft was New York. And New York, the lottery. And New York won the lottery because New York was the biggest market team that had the possibility always. to sign Ewing. Yeah, always. That's one way. So that's one way to read the sport at the basis, before even talking about the sporting aspect. And also another example. And uh, after, after the break, the break, after the break, Benoit and Listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Michel Platini, the football legend, as everybody should know, Michel yes. Platini was a member of the organizational committee for the France 90 World Cup, and he said publicly, and he's admitting it without any problem that they rigged the way the group were set up so that they can play the final against Brazil. Yeah. And sure. he said it. I, I... And he said as much. So, it's, it, even even if we don't consider the sporting aspect, it's rigged in that regard. Yes, that's... In the that's, sense that yeah, they are absolutely at right. the very least. For sure. That, that, that I can agree with totally. And I have, you know, FIFA and UEFA is rigged to the, to the fingertips, you know. So that's for sure. It's yeah. a business. Yes. It's a business. They have to match. What is the what is the um, the main purpose of any business? It's to maximize profits. Right. Maximize right. profits for the shareholders. That's it. That's the only thing that the business has to do, and they have to maximize it year over year over year. So, if sports entertainment is a business, it's sports. It's business first to me. Entertainment first. Sports second. Of course, they're the best athletes in the world. You want the best people for your entertainment. You want the best singer. You want the best player, whatever. But it has to be engineered to maximize profits. That's yeah. it. I hear you. No, it's nobody really the, complicated. Right. Yeah, but, and but nobody in their right mind will invest that much money without knowing the result in advance. Oh, yeah. But, but hey, how and about, gambling how, too. How, gambling how is a huge extra thing. And yeah. even in the 80s, the NFL owners. They were some of the biggest gamblers. 
Yeah, another example. Yeah, one other another example that I already used probably a few years ago around here is that most team, most big teams were at least a few years back sponsored by Fly Emirates. So you could think that the guy from Fly Emirates had a say in in the the way the the sport is played. Right. Because it's a yeah. massive. I mean, it's a, like, for example, you could have Real Madrid against Benfica, both are sponsored by Fly Emirates. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. But, it's a but business. Think... If you just look at it as a business, it's a lot easier to understand. Okay, but but uh, MMA, UFC, I see that. Okay, it's rigged in some ways. Of course, it is. But I'm thinking like Habib against Conor McGregor, they would kill for Conor McGregor to win. You know, they would love no. Conor to win. You, you yeah, no, they didn't. It, it's not really that important because in the end, Conor McGregor fought after that it and did, still yeah. pulled big numbers. But then again, you can create this mystique of the invincible Dagestanis that is still going on today. But, but do you think that the, 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 like a guy like Habib would ever sell himself for money? Have, have you seen like the things that they took away from him after the fight against Conor, after they jumped out of the cage and such, and the tweets he made and, you know, he quits the sport when he's at his peak of his power, you know. He could still, like, bring in millions of pay-per-views, but he, he choose to, like, quit because, yeah, because of his faith and, and promise to mom. Yeah, that's Habib the narrative. Still, yeah. I, I, I see it, uh, for, for Khabib Nurmagomedov, it's, uh, yeah. it's just that he got his payday, his big payday, and the scenario was for him to beat Conor McGregor. I think that he beat uh, Gaethje and Poirier after that, and yes, that was the career arc that they wanted uh, for but him. Did, did you see that the, his guys jumped into the cage and um, hit Conor McGregor in the head, and he hit, they hit, they jumped? You, you think that's fake as well? I don't know. I cannot say for sure, but I, in my opinion, yeah, it might be. Because they they took away their license to fight in the UFC, and and this is what Habib said rightly after uh, directly after he said, listen, if you take away the the rights of my my cousins who jumped in the cage and beat Conor McGregor, take away mine as well. I don't give a damn about the payday or whatever you was gonna pay me because they withhold his money. He said you you keep that money and and uh, and yeah and uh, uh, erase my contract as well. I don't want to be in this uh, unless you get my cousins in. Yeah, but then again, that didn't happen. That did not happen. So basically, it, it might have been a scenario in that regard. It's it's, it's everything to to keep people interested. It's it's like um, the Swedish guy. Um, what is his name again? The, the guy with the the, the rat face. Swedish. Oh, Hamzat Hamzat Shimaev. Yeah. Hamzat Shimaev. Yeah. It's it's basically the same thing. He was supposed to fight someone and mysteriously missed weight. Yes, he did. Yeah. It's, it's exactly the same thing as I see it. They already have, have been planned to do it like that. But it was selling more to say that he was going to fight Nate Diaz. So they but say you are going to fight the Nate Diaz knowing that he will. Because that's the scenario, miss weight and have to fight a lesser opponent that will have to less uh, pay-per-view buys. Benoit, do you think Andrew Tate is like, uh, can be bought for money? Do you think he can sell? Do you think <laughs> I, will, I will tell you something. There is no one, there is no one in that world that cannot yeah. be bought. And if money don't move the trick, there will be people you love. You just have to threaten those people. And I mean, everybody yeah. can be bought. In any world, any world people can be bought for money. Anywhere, was, everyone has a price. Yes, that, Even the fakeologist has a price. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I already told that on 
if, if someone is interested to give me money, I will chill for any subject they want every day. <laughs> But here's the thing. How, how about, listen, so, so from my Muslim perspective, okay, uh, it's like, well, you, you honestly, like the, the prophet, he was, Uh, the, the, he, he was, uh, uh, yeah, they, they basically, they said, listen, you can be the king of our place. You can have every woman, every, everything, every gold, but please stop uh, preaching Islam. And they killed his friends. They killed his uncle. They killed, like, they tried to kill him. They spit, spat on him. Like, they tried to kill him, but he still wouldn't give up. I, I swear, I, I truly, me, myself, uh, I have, I have friends as well, uh, which I can trust my life on. My, my little brother, for example, but, Um, there are, so, of course, 99% of the people I know, of course, they would sell for sure. But I know that there is 1% that no matter what, that they know that this world is so temporary, you know, and they believe yeah, that, definitely. Are, that it's permanent. But those, those people will never be put in the situation that they have to be oh. bought. That's as simple oh. as that. Like, it's, it's because you have the usefulness and they know. And like I said, maybe they will not be bought with money. Yeah. But just it just take like a commando of five guys that is taking pictures in front of the guy's mom's house. Yeah. You know, it's it's like uh, there will always be something that 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 will be more important to you than uh, right. than your what, honor, sort of. What what if what if the hereafter the after life after this is the most important thing and it's permanent? You know what I mean? Because this this world the concept in in Quran is very. Specific sayingly saying that this world is temporary. It's a beautiful lie. It's 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 gonna get passed so quickly. You know that's why people uh, kill themselves. You know some people they they blow up people because they think that yeah this life is so temporary. It's it's worthless. You know. So I, mm-hmm. so but yeah I I understand you. I, I'm thinking just like this. Okay, I think Tate has has stood his ground yet. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think he's been bought yet. But as you say, you can be bought by different stuff, which is completely logical. And I have never heard that argument before, but uh, I like that. And uh, yeah, I think Habib also stay his stays his ground. And I think that there are like a handful of people who does this. Like yeah, and I know a couple other guys in in my city as well that would rather die than yeah. It's it's hard to see. You have to see it to believe it. You know, you have to see it to believe it. Hey guys, yeah. I'm gonna have to step out. You guys can keep talking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we will probably talk about a lot of martial arts at this point. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, right. no, you guys can talk. You can talk about that. But Benoit, you're a moderator, so feel free to just voice verify. Same old thing as last time. So we just try and voice verify um, and text verify as well, as you know. So. Yeah. Same old, same old process. And, yeah. uh, same old, same. Nice talking to you both. Welcome back, Benoit, and welcome back, Mossberg. And, uh, thank you, sir. And, uh, we'll see you guys later. Come back anytime, of course. Yeah. See you. See you. So, so in, in okay, the bye-bye. case of, uh, Kabid Nurmagomedov, the thing is that, yes. uh, his ascent to the top was very long and difficult. Yes. So maybe at one point, The guy got tired and he went on with the plan because he was hurt a lot of time. He was missing weight. and It was known always that he was going to be the champion at yes. one point. Yes. The question was that can he stay healthy exactly. and make weight? Yes, so, two ACL uh, uh, repairs, uh, uh, injuries mm-hmm. and, and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think he sold himself? To, like, Have you heard about concepts selling your soul to the devil? Do you yeah, think? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, well, the thing is that 
I don't think that uh, it's as simple as selling your soul to the devil. It's, it, the devil will not pop up in your bedroom and make you sign a contract with your blood. No, it will be by, like everything that the devil is doing in this world, it will be by people, mm-hmm. via people. Maybe you get a new girlfriend and she has expensive oh. taste. Not not for Khabib, because of course right. it's not like that, but I mean oh, for no, the no. common people. And, and, and just like you, you will be introduced to new circles, new friends and whatever. And then slowly but surely, slowly but surely, it will not be like, oh, you are going to lose because we decided so. Slowly but surely, slowly but surely, one friend at a time, one acquaintance at a time, and you will be invited to parties, and you will taste the good life, and maybe one day, the the deal will be on the table, it will be like, so you enjoy the good life, if you want it to continue, it will be so, but that doesn't really apply to to Khabib, because it's a religious person, as we know, but for like Conor McGregor, for example, it's pretty easy. Oh my you goodness. just get the guy, the the the, the taste of the good cocaine. life and whatever. Give him the cocaine; it's it's finished. Yeah, this, it's, this, it's, this it's, is this is very you, You're you're speaking. Uh, I think you're speaking uh, very factual here because uh, there are very uh, strong stories in in Islam and uh, hadith, as they called, which they say similar things as you do. There, there was a guy who was a devout Muslim for 75 years. He prayed every single day. He left his whole city living alone, okay? Because he was afraid to commit sins, okay? But what happened? In the end, the devil got to him. Imagine that. Living alone, and somehow he, he still uh, slept with a woman in his last days. And he ended up in hellfire because of that. So this is very true. Regardless if you are Muslim or not, you should always be on your toes and be very careful. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I will give you an example. It's, it's very personal, but whatever. Nobody's really listening. But... It, it happened to me over the past few months. I was doing my thing. Everything was fine. I have my job. Yeah. I have my life. I have my kids. I'm not married or with the kids' mother, but I have my life. I have my kids. Everything is going right. Yeah. And and I'm doing some business, whatever. And then suddenly I met this girl. Yeah. She's like 10 years younger than me. Tiny, beautiful girl. Incredibly beautiful. So And she's interested in me because I have access to some things that she likes. Oh. Namely drugs. All right. I start to hang out with her. We stayed sometimes together. Sometimes I stayed the night. Sometimes not. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Fast forward a few months back, I'm using, and I was never using before. Yeah. Oh. And that's just what happened. Oh. It's shit. Just what happened. And, and it wow. took me a, a few weeks to get out of of that trap. Wow. That's what happened. It's just like everything is going fine, so you lower your guard. And then the devil, not that that person is the devil, yeah, people yeah. can be the agent of the devil without knowing, but yeah. it's just like that. And then slowly but surely you're like, yeah, yeah without you knowing it yet. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, wow. yeah, I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit tired. Or, oh, or, that's scary. That is everybody scary. seems to be having fun and I'm kind of bored. So it's just, that just wow. will happen. And wow, other time, scary. you start to using a little bit, a little bit. And in the beginning, it's pretty easy. Sometimes people are using and you're not in the mood and you say no. You fast forward a few weeks and you don't say no anymore. Wow. You, you sold for it even. Bro, that, so, that's so true and that's so scary. It's ridiculous. So that's why the, the public message that say no to drugs, it's, it's, it's very, very pertinent because yeah. you just have to say yes once. And that's yes. it. It's not like you will be hooked directly. But no. it's... I will say it's the same with like homosexuality. Yeah. You did it once, why not do it again? 
I mean, right. you already that's the exact same thing. Right. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, do Do you know about the city Stad? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a rich man's city? Yeah, definitely. We'll never go there because I don't have the the financial means to even drink oh the coffee goodness. there. Is it the most? Is it the richest city in Schweiz? In Switzerland, yeah, probably. Oh my goodness! Do you know Logan Paul was there, right? Yeah, Logan Paul was everywhere. And I used, <laughs> I used to love I used to love Logan Paul, man. I swear to God. But then I don't. It feels like he sold out like completely. You know, I I can't trust him. You know. Yeah, but that's the same thing. That's the same thing because when this guy had nothing to lose, it's really hard to get him. But suddenly you're like, yeah, do, do you want to have like, like for example, they will say, oh. You know, if you don't follow the plan, we have yeah, exactly. five girls waiting to say that you raped them. For example. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Blackmail, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so basically the guy, is, he has to do it. And I, I don't know if it's his brother or Logan Paul, but he, he made some kind of scam recently about cryptos or something yes, like that. Yes, that's right, that's right, yeah. And I don't think that the guy who is willing to destroy his image... Uh, yeah, exactly. Intentionally, so basically, it's just that people told him so. People told him you have to oh. do business with those guys. He did not know better. He did what he was told, and he had to face Damn. face the backlash. Bro, that that's that's some thoughts I haven't thought about. That's very interesting. I thought, man, you see, I, it's like I get uh, I get too emotionally attached to it because he hates uh, Andrew Tate, right? And I think he's they have like told him to hate on Andrew Tate as well, you know. Uh, yeah, but then Andrew, again. Then again, you have to you have to see like uh, Logan Paul used the the same language uh, element yeah. as Andrew Tate. He said uh, on the tweet recently, he was like, "Yeah, if the Matrix is after you," right? Which right, is basically did. what Andrew Tate is saying. So that's right, I will that's say right. that, in my opinion, the handlers of the, the the those two people are basically the same. Yeah, they are working toward the same goal. So I, I will say Tate has a great positive message, but yes. There will be a time where he'll be, will be saying something that will go in the wrong way. And maybe 99% of what he say will be the right thing just for that 1%. Yes, yes. To be put forward. Yeah, exactly. I see Elon Musk doing that as well. He, he's like, he says 70, 80% nice stuff. And then he goes on with his uh, propaganda, you know, uh, the, the elite, what, what they want to say. I, I like Elon Musk. I like, I even like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Have you heard about, uh, what do you think about the flat earth and stuff? Have you heard about that? Well, I discussed that topic many times on yeah. here and the thing is that I'm not intelligent enough yeah. to, to, to really form an opinion. It can be right. both. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I, uh, that's how I come into religion, right? That's how I became a Muslim. It was after the flat earth, you know. I just stopped, you know, me and my father used to watch documents of, of NASA uh, and, and such. And then eventually when I found out they lied about the moon mission, I was like, okay, what more are they lying about? And then, yeah, it went on. But I have tried to not go into it so much I, again because relationships get destroyed. And, uh, yeah, no, it's not it's, uh, it's uh, so much of a difficult topic. You, you let me right. speak one half hour with someone that says it's flat. Yeah, I might say they're right, but give me yeah. one half hour with someone that says it's wrong. I might be agreeing with yeah. them. Oh no, I I can never go back to round again. I I have see, there is too many proofs that it is not. You know what I mean? Uh, for me, for me, uh, I don't judge you, but uh, for yeah, me, yeah. I I have friends that uh, 
have very high are highly educational. I've even talked to a professor, and uh, they they love my ideas. They say, listen, whether whether you believe in the round earth or not, keep on asking these questions because these are these questions are scientifically uh, like correct. You know, you should ask questions like this. So never stop asking questions, and I like that because some people say, hey. Stop asking stupid questions. You know, I'm like, what the hell? What are you talking about? I want to know. I want to know, you know, go to the deep ends of this. So, yeah. Most of I'm the like, time when uh, someone says a question is stupid because they cannot answer it. Exactly. That is so right. Because it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's it. But how old are you, if I may ask? Uh, I'm 38 now. Okay, okay, okay. And, and I say on the topic of religion that I have great sympathy for Islam. My most prized possession is this, in this world is the Quran. Oh my God! Because it followed me everywhere. Not wow, that I'm bro. practicing or everything, but uh, it's just that wow. he has been gifted to me by a very dear friend of mine. And wherever I go, it followed me. And I mean, I've been around. I lost all my clothes, everything I own, probably Damn. four, five times over. Yeah. I never lost the book, so. I keep it like a symbol. I had exactly. also had a prayer heart that was lost at one point, but those oh. were my two more uh, valuable right. items. And the, the funny thing is that in the Quran it says that, hey, have have we not given you enough signs, you know, for you to see that there, there is a God? So this this is like a, for me that's a sign to you, you know. But hey, everyone has their own path. I'm not the one to convert anybody. Oh. Interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, I'm Ryan from Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Sweden has the same. Uh... Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, we have to jump off now because I'm not alone in that space. And I feel oh. that uh, one hour and a half of me speaking English loudly is more than enough for my oh, day, mate. Uh, yo, I, I feel you, man. Very nice to meet you, sir. It's... Uh... Yeah, I will be around. We'll have the occasion to continue that discussion. Oh, for so, sure. For yeah, sure. So. And I'm very glad that you know about MMA because that's, uh, I love it. You know, I, I follow like almost every big event. Oh, it started long ago. Uh, yeah. How old are you, by the way? I'm 25. Yeah, so you might not remember that, but Which I would one? say circa two, 2005, 2006, yeah. you could mm-hmm. buy the Pride, the Pride FC DVDs. Oh, okay, okay. I've heard about Pride, of course. Yeah, you should watch. You should watch you know, some Pride FC. It's the best. Oh, so, so which, which fighters were there? Uh, Chuck there Liddell? was Shogun Rua, Chuck Liddell, Rampage Jackson. Wow. Oh, Rampage Jackson. Has he fought? All oh, right, that's right. Have you seen his interviews with Ariel Harwani? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, yo, Ariel Harwani, man, he's, he's a, I like him. I, I don't know. I, I like him. Uh, I will say that uh, because of his ethnic origin, not to yes. say religious, I'm not much yes. a fan of the guy. Oh, okay. I, I, you know what? I, I understand you. And I think that that maybe has helped him a lot. But uh, hey, <laughs> have you seen his interview with his last interview, like with uh, Dylan Dennis? You need to see it if you haven't. Yeah, but Dylan, Dylan Dennis is a character. Anyway, yeah. I really have to yeah. jump now because of it. Of course. Uh, I think so much to share the room with the guy. Too. Let's not try to piss him off too much. Bro, sir, you have a very nice day and a nice to meet you. Okay? I hope we yeah, talk you talk again soon. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Yeah, so this has been the Fakeologist Audio Chat. And I wish everyone that 
take the time to listen to us a very nice rest of the day of the evening. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. That's all, folks.